What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland, for innovators everywhere, visit highland.com. Hey there, welcome to 7th Heaven, a lesbian recap. I'm Lindsay, and I'm joined by my co-host and real-life partner, Carling. We're diving into the 90s hit drama through today's lens. Get ready for our off-the-cuff commentary and peeling back the layers of the Camden family. We'll tackle everything from family rules, life lessons, and 90s fashion. Join us every week for a light-hearted queer perspective and a trip down memory lane. Whether you're a die-hard fan or new to the show, this recap is for you. Take two. <laughs> Our mic was muted. We just recorded like two whole minutes. I know. At least we realized after two minutes and not 22 minutes. Yeah, so that is true. So. But all right. Now they're not going to hear you make in front of me that I'm an old lady with my phone. I know you couldn't figure out how to get the notes. <laughs> Did it anyway. Okay. We are covering season two, episode 13, Stuck in the Middle with You. January 26th, 1998. Oh, boy. Two boys are fighting for Lucy's affections while Annie and Eric are fighting in a marriage counseling group. I mean, that's pretty accurate, I guess. Yeah, that's what happens. This episode is kind of a dud, if it, I'm being honest. It was a snooze fest. Snooze fest. Like, considering the few that we've had leading up to this, it was almost like they, I don't know, were trying to just fill in gaps. Yeah, like Jimmy Mood needed more screen time, so they made this <laughs> episode. Yeah, they wanted to bring Charles, Annie's dad, back. Yeah. So. Um, okay. Where do we start? Can we just cover Ruthie off real quick? Because that was... Yeah, I've only got two sentences on Lucy. Oh, Ruthie, I have... I mean. I have three. One is just an opinion. Don't look. <laughs> okay. It's my nose. Don't look at mine. Okay, so <laughs> Ruthie comes home from school with a shoebox. She has herself two lizards because somebody brought them because... Their mom didn't want lizards in the house. Yeah, some kid at school had the lizards, and then that mom said, you can't have these lizards. And so Ruthie was like, I'll take them because I want lizards. And Annie is so distracted with the other thing that's going on in this episode that she doesn't say, like, yes or no. She's just like, I can't deal with this right now. Yeah, she's, like, on the phone, rushing out the door, doesn't know. Mm -hmm. But I don't think you can just keep lizards in a shoebox with some scrunched up paper. No. I mean, it's maybe why they died. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> like, you know, like lizards are really hard. I had a lizard once briefly. Oh, God. Um, My BFF, Jamie, her, her now husband had a lizard. And then he, they were moving or something and he couldn't take it. So then he gave it to his sister, who was my roommate for a bit. <laughs> And then she couldn't take it anymore. And then we were we were going our separate ways. We weren't dating. And <laughs> I need to make that clear. And so yeah, she her and I were moving out our separate ways. And so I it was my turn with 
the lizard. Artie, Art Vandalay. Oh, okay. Yeah. And he was, he was like, I don't know what he was, a leopard gecko maybe? Okay. He was really cute, but like they have a tank and the water and the gross stuff you got to feed them and they need a light. I was going to say, they need like a heat lamp. Yeah. They can't live in a shoebox, Ruthie. Like granted, this is California, but I don't think that's where the lizard's natural habitat is. No, she probably could have let them out and they would have done better outside. Yeah. Instead of a climate controlled home. Home. Yeah. So it's a shoebox with these holes in it. And then she names them. Did you write their names down? Lester and Lizzie. But they name, they think the girl is Lester and the boy is Lizzie. Yeah. They misgender. Yeah. Like whatever. Yeah. So one of them lays eggs, I guess, Lester. And then they just leave them in there because they don't know anything because they don't have Google. They don't even know ask Jeeves at this point. <laughs> and they're seven. Like she's seven. Yeah. Right. <laughs> And so then she's like, oh, Izzy, my God. Izzy eats the eggs. I think it's Lizzie, the L- lizard. Oh, Lizzie. Okay. Lizzie and Lester, the lizards. Oh, <laughs> I see. I hear it now. So Lizzie eats the eggs, which I guess is a thing that can happen. And then shortly after, one of them. So then, so Lizzie eats the eggs. And like Ruthie's like like Lizzie's or no Lester's laying eggs. It's so gross. Come watch. Yeah. And so they eat the eggs, and then they get this information from Rod, who makes an appearance. He's like, yeah, sometimes they eat each other's eggs, and she's just like, oh, okay. And then cut to the very kind of end of the episode, and Simon and Ruthie are in the bathroom, flushing something. And they were like, yeah, Lizzie. So Lester had babies. Lizzie ate the eggs. Lizzie died. And then we think Lester ate Lizzie and then she died. So they flushed Lester. And I just wrote, I don't think you should flush a lizard down the toilet. No. And then I put a little toilet emoji. (laughs) Like, that'll clog that thing up. That was like a big lizard. Yeah. He was gangly. Like, you could have at least buried it. Yep. Fed it to happy. happy. I was just kidding. Probably such a tasty treat. Then happy dies. Like something's wrong with the lizard. (laughs) Right. Yeah. (laughs) So that's really, like, that really is Ruthie and Simon through the whole thing. Just these stupid lizards. Yeah. The only other thing I wrote about Simon is that he is the catalyst for, so Lucy has to decide between Jimmy Moon and Rod. Rod. And so Simon's taking bets on who Lucy will pick. And then Matt says that um, he shouldn't take bets on his sister. And she's like, okay, he's like, okay, but what if it's not real money? So they're using Monopoly money. Right. Um, Yeah. And then Annie um, is on the phone with her dad. And her dad says, I'm coming to surprise you. Side note on this topic. Why does Eric call Annie's dad grandpa? Yeah. But Annie calls Eric's dad colonel. Everybody calls him colonel. Yeah. Like Ruthie even called him grandpa and then corrected herself once. Right. I just think like, I think it's weird. I guess you refer to your mother as grandma. When I'm talking to my to kids. To your children who refer to her as grandma. Yeah. Like I'm like, hey but, kids, your grandma is coming. And if I was to say, hey kids, my grandma's coming. That's a different person. 
Right. That's my grandma. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. Okay. Maybe it was just a note that bugged but me. But I wasn't, I wouldn't like, I wouldn't talk to you and say, hey, grandma's coming and expect you to know that I'm talking about my mom. <laughs> like I would just say my mom. <laughs> Fair. And you don't call her grandma to her face. No. No, like call her mom. Yeah. Like if we were out somewhere and I was trying to be funny or something, we were trying to, the kids were trying to get her attention and she wasn't listening. I'd be like, grandma. Yeah. But like not. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So Annie's on the phone talking to her dad. He wants to come for a visit and she's like, oh, that would be so great. Are you going to bring Ginger? And he says, no, Ginger and I are taking a break. She doesn't like change. But I have a surprise for you. So. Yeah, he says, he says he's bringing a surprise or he's got a surprise. I have a surprise I have for you. have a surprise, you. okay. So, Lucy is all worked up about Jimmy and Rod. And so, in Annie's, so, and Annie and Eric are doing couples counseling. Which we'll They're talk about hosting. In a minute, hosting it. So, Annie's about to run out the door to go because she's late to meet Eric for the hosting of the couples counseling. And she says to Lucy... Can you tell your brother, Matt, to go pick up your grandpa tonight at the airport at six? Yeah. And Lucy is all flustered about this big decision and forgets to tell, which like, of course, that's what's going to happen because they would have left it at the show otherwise. Yeah. So, yeah, she forgets um, to pick up the grandpa. So he takes a cab. Also, I thought it was interesting that they couldn't. So they needed a way to explain the phone being busy, like because the grandpa could have went to a payphone and called and been like, "Hey, where are you at?" He probably tried, but, but Lucy, Lucy was, on, was the on the phone, and they don't have call waiting because it's 1998, yeah, and so not everybody did. They made a point to say that they don't yeah. have call waiting. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so grandpa shows up at the door, and he's looking a little different. He's got a toupee on, a toupee, a toupee, a hair piece, which is like black, and the rest of his hair is white. So it's like black on the top, and then white. On the bottom. Yeah. <clears throat> Sticking out. Huh. And Annie's not too sure about it. And she can't quite figure out why Ginger and him broke up. And then the next morning over coffee, he's like, okay, I have a surprise for you. And Eric, he said, I know the cost of everything is going up and, you know, you shouldn't have a burden on your hands. And so... I thought it was such a nice gift that I bought you to the burial plots right next to me and your mother. Mm-hmm. So I have a question. Yes. About this. I need to know more. So like my dad is buried in a cemetery and he's like down. So it's a it's a double plot where you can be side by side. But I think he's down like, I don't know, 12 feet, 12 feet probably not. But he's down. He, so. Because I think my mom told me you can actually fit like four coffins and like. Yeah, you can double stack. And eight urns buried in there. Yeah. Like it can be a family tomb. Family plot. Um, so, so did he buy the plot right next to him and the mom? Or are they like snuggling up on the same headstone in that? That's what I want to know. Uh, yeah, I took it as they're going to be laying side by side. And then he bought two more side by side right. to them. So little do they know, they're probably going to change their minds and want to be cremated by the time they die because. Yeah, it's cremation for me. Yeah, me too. 
Like, I just think, yeah, maybe not, though, because they're religious. I think religious people don't like to be cremated. Yeah, I don't understand that whole thing, but I just think to myself, we can't bury everyone. No. There's not enough earth. No, and then we were watching something, and you didn't realize that there's parts of the world where the ground is too soft or too wet, and so the graves are above the ground. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah. And, like, concrete tombs mausoleums <laughs> yeah like are you mummified in there i mean you're not decomposing into the earth yeah I, this is the thing ah <sighs> this is why i don't have a true crime podcast I'm no grossed out by it also the town i grew up in um we should we should like dive deeper into it because i don't know all the details but up there was like they used to have the cemetery like up on this big hill and it was getting washed out so bodies were just like emerging, like I think, and so that's when they moved the cemetery to where it is now. <laughs> They're like, listen, folks, <laughs> we're gonna. Bertha has fallen down. <laughs> we're the either dealing with zombies or, yeah. but I think it was a really, really, really long time ago because my great grandparents are buried in the cemetery that's currently there now. It's like it, an old wives' tale in like the eighteen hundreds. Yeah, maybe it's an old wives' tale. I don't know. We should ask when we're there. Yeah. Okay, so Grandpa's got a toupee. He gets the two plots. This instantly, like, I get this. Eric just assumed, I don't get this part. Eric just assumed that they would both be buried in the Camden plot of land plot. for a hundred years. All the family's been buried there. And Annie is like, well, I hadn't really thought of it, but why wouldn't I want to be with my parents? But they want to be buried together. But Eric wants to be buried with his whole family from 100 years. Right. Like, all the more reason to cut each other in half. And or like, get cremated and put half your ashes in one space and half your ashes in the other place. There it is. You're done. Yeah. Scatter them from here to the Camden tomb. Yeah. So this kind of rolls into, so grandpa's just there. He's like floating around the background and Eric every year hosts like a few week long first year of marriage couples counseling. And so he gathers all the couples that have been married approaching the one year mark just to sort of say like, how's your first year of marriage? How's it going? And they get there and everybody's just sitting quietly being like, yeah, everything's fine. But, like, you can tell it's not fine. Mm -hmm. They're all sitting cross-armed, not looking at each other. And Annie and Eric are like, okay, well, that's good to know, I guess. And then at the very end of it, I can't remember which couple speaks up. Yeah. But it turns out one of the couples, the woman is pregnant. And the guy, the husband doesn't want to go to any doctor's appointments. And he doesn't want her to tell her mom. He just plays video games. He just games. plays video games and watches cartoons. And she was like, I can't believe it. I'm already eight weeks pregnant. Like, I was like, calm down. What can happen? Yeah. And then the other couple moved in with the husband's mom because the dad, the left. dad ran out on them. And the wife wants to move out on her own to be with her husband. And he was like, I'm not leaving my mom like my dad left her. Like, we got to stay here. And she's like, well, we're moving with her. Like, I'm moving with her without you. Yeah. And then the other couple, I think it's just the three couples. Yeah. The other couple, the guy <laughs> looks like a 19-year-old yeah. M&M. 
And like the rapper, not like the yes. red Eminem. Mm-hmm. Like the wish version <laughs> of Eminem. Of Eminem, the singer, <laughs> ar- artist. And the woman looks like a 41-year-old divorcee who really loves to like go to church macrame and make macrame and now yeah. like she she holds like teas with her friends yes <laughs> and she i guess is mad because the husband isn't contributing financially and she's footing all the bills and he's like i'm in medical school you knew i was becoming a doctor yeah and she's like well you sure know how to spend money and, and he's like, on my supplies that I need. Yeah. <laughs> so Eric and Annie are like, okay, well, we don't have time for this because you guys brought all these things up in the last minute. We'll reconvene next week. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. And so in that time, Charles show, Grandpa Charles shows up, tells them about the plot, the cemetery plot, and now Annie and Eric are arguing on their way into the next session. Yeah. So then Eric says, why don't we have a discussion, you and I, Annie, about something we disagree with, and then they can see how a happily married couple deals with it. And Annie calls him out. She's like, you sure you want to do that? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, whoa. <laughs> and then they sort of like fast forward the next scene, and they're screaming at each other about this plot. Yeah. And the couples are just sitting there like, Oh, and then they all kind of divide and take a side. And then, yeah, like one person from each couple storms out with Annie. Yeah. And the rest of them like are still in the room with Eric. Yeah. But then later that night or the next night, some other time, um, one of the, oh, the medical, no, the, not the medical doctor. The, the woman from the medical doctor couple shows up and talks to Annie. Wants to talk to Annie. Because Eric's talking to. The, the guy man. who lives with his mom. Yeah. And then... And then another... The guy... Three doors. Like, each do- a door got knocked on. Yeah. Anyway. And then the guy whose wife is expecting shows up and he's like, well, they're busy. I'll just sit here. And then he starts talking to Charles. And sure enough, Charles gives him the advice of a lifetime. And... Yeah, so each adult well. fixed everything. So all the couples ended up solving their problems. Yeah. And living happily ever after, presumably. Um, yeah, there's where I've, I've put in quotes. Do you want to be right or do you want to be married? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Who One said of that? Who said that? Oh, the grandpa. The grandpa uh, said that to... <laughs> gross. Yeah, he said, if there's one thing I learned is do you want to be, be right, right or do you want to be married? married? <laughs> like... Uh, ay, ay, ay. I think... Yeah, mm-hmm. not great. So then I think the real... Uh, oh, and Annie and Eric put a pin in talking about the burial plot. They're going to decide at a later date. Yeah, they've got life to live, no rush. They'll figure it out. 
Yeah, Stephen died anytime, but okay. Like, I want Eric to die first and Annie to put him <gasps> next to her parents. Oh, my God. <laughs> Just bury his shoe or something in the Camden lawn. Yeah. <laughs> so, the real chef's kiss storyline oh. in this episode is that in the very first scene, um, Matt and Mary tell Lucy that Jimmy Moon and Ashley broke up. Yeah. I wrote, Jimmy Moon and Mila broke up. <laughs> oh, Mila. I know. She wasn't in this episode, but. No. Um, and... She's in the throes of that 70s show by now. Yeah, that's January true. January of 1998. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's why they had to break up because we probably, we probably right. wrote out. She probably like, I'm out of this contract, bitches. Yeah. I'm going to be rich and famous. Yeah. And she. Meet Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> like literally. Yeah. So it goes right away into Lucy having this beautiful black and white montage of all of the moments of Jimmy Moon and hers romance. And the French music. It, with the French music. And I'm going to post it on TikTok and Instagram. So go check that out. Mm -hmm. But then I wrote Rod is back. Barf. Yes. So the music montage ends and Rod saunters up and with he's like dirty mustache. Hey, Lucy. And he's like, I'm here to stake out my territory. Yeah. Que pasa, chica? Like, why does he talk Spanish? I don't know. And like. Like, is he trying to, like, I get this vision that he's trying to be, like, reggae, but, like, he's speaking Spanish, not yeah. Jamaican. He's, like, blending. He's a melting pot of yeah different expressions. Yes. And so, like, here to stake out my territory, gross. Yeah. And she's like, well, I'm going to have to think about it. And now she is tickled and pumped that these two guys yeah. are suddenly vying for her. So she spends like the whole episode on the phone at first. Yeah. With trying someone. to tie up her her landline because she said, I want to be unreachable. Like she's trying to play hard to get. Yeah. So like. And they go to a clip of Rod and Jimmy on the phone dialing her number and it's busy. And Rod even says, God, who doesn't have call caller call, ID? Call no, waiting. Call waiting. Yeah. And then Jimmy Moon is holding a photo of her and like pining over it. Right. Do you remember though? If you were on the phone and you heard, because call waiting was just an obnoxious beeping in your ear. It'd be beep, beep. And then it was like on the ring, probably. Yeah. You'd have to like click over. Yeah. I don't know if you just like hung up and picked up. Sometimes I think you just like hit the hang up button or the whatever right. that's called. Yeah. The, the, the hang up fast. What would you call that? The I want to call it the latch, but it's not that. No, the hang up. I don't know. The hang up button. Yeah. And then the switch yeah. over. Yeah. But if you didn't want to answer it, you just had to listen to the beeping. Yeah. And then it would either, I guess, go to your answering machine or. Yeah. We didn't have all those fancy features until later, later in life. Yeah. Because <laughs> I lived in a small town. We had party lines. Did you know about Star 6-9 and Star 6-8? Yeah. Star 6-7? There was one where you could Start, block your number. One where you could block your number. One where you could call back, like it would see tell who you what number you last. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So was there one that you was there one that was like redial? Like you could, it was who called you last, and then also who you called last. I can't remember. I mean, something to look up. Now we just all have call display. Yeah. And I even, called someone the other day and it said their answering machine wasn't even set up. And I was like, yeah, duh. Yeah. <laughs> even better, though, is now like we have iPhones. And as someone is leaving you a voicemail, it transcribes it. 
and then you can choose to answer it. Yes. And you don't even have to call your answering machine. It like what when I missed a call when we were on our dog walk, that message was just like a little audio. Yeah. yeah. So you can. That's great like, from the car dealership. Yeah. Wanted to know if I got my hail damage fixed yet. He wants to sell me a car. Yeah. But yeah, you can decide whether you like you can like I could listen to that message in a meeting and no one would even know. You yeah. Just look like I'm reading a text message. Yeah. <laughs> ah, technology. Yeah. So it didn't translate very well, though. It thought I he said Linda. <laughs> That's not me. I don't know how to tell. Okay, quick side story. Uh, there was a car accident right in front of our house yesterday. Like, and I was on a FaceTime call with somebody, and I was like, "Oh shoot, hang on." And it like two cars is very snowy here, and two cars were driving towards each other, and collided, and then ricocheted into the parked car. Like our neighbor's car that was on the street just now. I asked the other neighbor, Terry, if he had the number for our other neighbor. Oh, I wasn't sure. Because I heard you talking and I was like, who is talking? I was talking to Terry and he said, I'm like, yeah, somebody slid into these guys' car. And he was like, oh, he's like, this corner is awful. We've been slid into a few times when we park on the street. Oh. Because it's just such a slight yeah. corner. Mm-hmm. Granted, just coming out of you a should be doing zone. 30 in a playground zone. Right. So. Right. But. It's very snowy here. It's very snowy here. But I, so the guy, we knocked on the neighbor's door. Nobody was home and I don't know their number. So I was like, why don't I'll text you to the guy who hit him? I said, I'll text you my number. And then if you want to send me your info, I can at least then when the neighbors find out, I have a way of what I need. He's like, okay, that's great. So he gave me his number and my phone auto-corrected my name from Carling to Carly, like (laughs) C-A-R-L-I. Like... And now he only, like, he's texted me a couple times to be like, oh, okay, I filed a police report. Here's the info. Have you heard yeah. anything? But he always called me Carly. That's funny. Yeah. I mean, I guess it doesn't matter, really. <laughs> but it's just like, damn it, phone. You have to testify in court. You're going to be like, actually, excuse me, yeah. it's Carling. <laughs> We're going to have and... a whole awkward thing. <laughs> Anywho. So. Yeah. If you're going to go to Arizona or something, give your neighbors your number. In case your car gets hit on the street yeah, while you're we away. Yeah, because we think they're wintering away. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> so. Okay, so. Jimmy each, Moon. So Jimmy Moon and Rod. Rod both show up at the Camden house at the same time. Well, like slightly. Like they don't know that the other is there. Yes. Two minutes apart. Yeah. So Rod shows up and he's talking to Simon and Ruthie about lizards, basically. Well, Rod's like, can I actually talk to you a minute? You know, man a man. Yeah. And so they go into Simon's room. If somebody showed up and was like, can I talk to you for a minute? Of all the rooms in our home, the last place I would take them is my bedroom. But if you were like 11 years old? Nobody's home. Take them to the (laughs) living room, the kitchen, the dining room, the laundry room. I guess. But he needed to be out of there because... Yes. It was just funny. Because he's like, yeah. And then they ran up the stairs. So Simon gives Rod... He kind of says, like, you're going to, like, he says, like, Lucy likes your look, but you need to win over my parents and they don't like your look. So you're going to have to, like, soften it up around the edges, Mm -hmm. basically. Yeah. And then Jimmy shows up to talk to Lucy and Matt intercepts. And he's like, let me talk to you first. And he kind of says the same thing, but opposite. He's like, you're going to have to, like, change your image to compete with Rod. Yeah. And he said, what is, um, Jimmy says something about my desires and your sister. Passions. And he's like, yeah, passions. And he's like, first of all, 
never use the word passions and my sister in the same sentence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he says, well, actually, I thought that this conversation with Matt was really good because Matt calls him out for being controlling yeah. and saying, like, you dumped my sister because she dyed her hair blonde. And he's like, no, I didn't. Not because she dyed her hair blonde. And Matt's like, you're right. It's because you couldn't control what color her hair was. Like, yeah. Jimmy. <gasps> red flags. Red flags you are everywhere. 14 years old. Figure it out. And so then... And then he's like, well, I just, I saw her blonde hair and it confused my passions. And now was like, nope. <laughs> so yeah, he's like, you might want to freshen up your look. And so Lucy comes down and sees that they're both there. And she's like, listen, I'm not making a decision. I will. I'm thinking about it. I'll talk to you both soon. Yeah. So then at school the next day, <laughs> at the locker, you can see Lucy's face. And you can just see the back of both boys facing Lucy. Yeah. And then they turn around and Rod has shaved his mustache. Like he's got like one of those little 14 year old boy, like scraggly. Like not quite there. And he's blonde. So it yeah, looks even it's grosser. It's not great. Like pubic hair on his lip. Ew. <laughs> Puby lip. <laughs> And then what did Jimmy do? Jimmy has like a purple streak in his hair, but it's like it's like his bangs, like the chunk, like a chunk, like, like I would a say six inch chunk. a third of his head is like. And what color does he call it? Passion or something. Passion fruit. I don't it's, know. It's like fuchsia, purpley pink. It's like eggplant. Yeah. And she's and then <laughs> Lucy's like, OK, well, I've actually given it some thought and I she I don't want to date anybody right now i still need more time to figure myself out and who i am and then they're like oh so you're breaking up with us and she's like well no and they're like yeah sounds like you're dumping both of us yeah like yeah yeah good for you lucy i was glad that was a very smart move because i think shows like that often romanticize like children's romances yeah and like like these two boys like competing for Lucy's love. Like you're 14. Calm down. Barf. Yeah. And like, like I don't, I wouldn't want to be like attracted to someone who can't decide if they want to be with me or not because someone else is in the picture. Yeah. And there is a part where Annie says to Lucy, is it Annie? That says, if you knew which one you wanted to date, you wouldn't have even had to question it. Like, if, if one, one of, of them was better than if the other. one of them was the right one, yeah, you right wouldn't one. even have to think about it. Yeah, yeah, which means so, neither. Anyway, that's kind of it. Yeah, like it was kind of a dutter. Like, there wasn't. I I record. There's two scenes I'm going to post to TikTok and Instagram. So go check those out. And. I'm hoping next week is a better one. Episode 14. Yeah. It's called Red Tape. A mysterious personal ad in the school paper gets Matt more calls than he can handle. Sounds like a prank. I know. I also like these ones that only give us one, um, like, theme. Because yes. there's usually seven. So, yeah. <laughs> like, we're going to come on here next week and be like, well, that's not what it was about. Yeah. There's a lot to unpack <laughs> here. So we'll see. Yeah. So, I don't know, you can't win them all. Yeah. Where can people find us if oh, they wanted to find us? Gosh, our address is. I'm just joking. <laughs> don't hit the cars out don't front. Don't hit the cars out front. But if you do, I'll give you my number. 
it. So you can find us on TikTok and Instagram at 7th Heaven, a lesbian recap. And then we're also over on Patreon and Supercast. They're both subscription-based services where you get bonus content. We're actually due to post an episode on there, yeah, but there's, gotta... a, there's a few episodes on there already. We're deep diving into each of the actors. Um, started We started with Matt. Yep. Matt married Lucy. And then Simon. Simon. And yeah, we're going to just kind of, it's so you can go to patreon.com or supercast.com and look up a lesbian recap. And that's where we are. Recap it all. Recapping it all. All right. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Hey there. Welcome to 7th Heaven, a lesbian recap. I'm Lindsay, and I'm joined by my co-host and real-life partner, Carling. We're diving into the 90s hit drama through today's lens. Get ready for our off-the-cuff commentary and peeling back the layers of the Camden family. We'll tackle everything from family rules, life lessons, and 90s fashion. Join us every week for a light-hearted queer perspective and a trip down memory lane. Whether you're a diehard fan or new to the show, this recap is for you. So find us anywhere you get your podcasts at 7th Heaven, a lesbian recap. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.